evening and welcome, Shekinah Glory family and friends. Firstly, a blessed Easter, and we pray that the presence of the risen Lord be with you and your family. Most of us would rather that this restricted movement order be over, but God has other plans, and we are still continuing this. Today's living room session is rather special. We have an invited speaker from India. Um, his, he is Darren Michael, and most of you who come to our seminars would have would know him because he comes to Shekinah Glory for the last few years, and he's such an anointed speaker to share the word for this time with us. So without further ado, I ask you to open your hearts, join us in worship, open your ears, join us to hear the breaking of the word and be encouraged this season. God bless you. Let's just allow the atmosphere of heaven just flow into our homes. We just call upon the presence of God, the resurrected presence of God, to travel through the sound waves and through media into our homes. Just fill every corner of our home. We call upon the atmosphere of heaven to rest right now where we are at. There is victory in your name. Death couldn't hold you down. Tomb is empty. Couldn't hold you down. We're gonna lift. 
our voice in victory we're gonna make your praises loud the enemy's been defeated death couldn't hold you down we're gonna lift our voice in victory we're gonna make your praises the enemy the enemy's been defeated death couldn't hold you down we're gonna lift our voice in victory we're gonna make your praises loud the enemy's been defeated death couldn't hold you down we're gonna lift our voice in victory we're gonna make your praises loud the enemy's been defeated we declare it and death couldn't hold you down we're gonna lift our voice in victory we gotta make your praises loud the enemy the enemy's been defeated death couldn't hold you down we're gonna lift our voice in victory we gotta make your praises loud the, enemy. the enemy's been defeated death death couldn't hold you down we're gonna lift our voice in victory we gotta make your praises the enemy. the enemy's been defeated couldn't hold you down death couldn't hold you down yes, we gotta lift our voice in victory we gotta make your praises loud shout, it. shout out to god with the voice of triumph shout out to god with the voice of
thank you for redeeming us with your blood, with the cross you redeemed us, we thank you Lord, we are grateful for the cross, we thank you, we praise you. just thank you for what a wonderful God he is who paid the price for us who went through shame on the cross for us who went through suffering on the cross just to redeem us just to give us life just to give us victory we thank you oh God for that cross thank you Jesus praise you Jesus, trust to you. Break the schemes of the enemy in your most precious name. We break the chains that hold us down for you. Already paid the price for us. We claim your freedom over us, over our family.
dwells this you who is seated in our hearts you reign you reign glorious God you reign you reign you reign you reign, you reign, we silent the enemy, for you reign, you reign, you reign, you reign in our lives, you reign, we continue to worship him. Friends, I just encourage you. Just bow down before our God. If you can prostrate before Him, just prostrate before Him. It's a sign of surrender. It's a sign of humility. May we ask Him to take control of our lives. May we know that He is in charge. So we just bow before Him. your friends with your family or even if you're alone just worship him face down on the floor because he deserves our worship
Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, we praise and we bless you, Lord. We give you glory, we give you glory, we give you glory. Oh, Rabbi Hashem, and I'm a Hasid, and I'm a Husha, Most of us know where the other is. Invariably, invariably, we can easily say, we are at home. We know each other are at home. Employers are at home. Employees are at home. Bosses are at home. 
workers are at home, husbands are at home, wives are at home, children are at home, families are at home. The church is at home. But the burning question this evening is, is God at home in our home? Is God at home in our lives? In Exodus 25 verse 8, God instructed Moses to build a tabernacle, a sanctuary among the people. What was God trying to tell Moses? He tried to tell him, Moses, make a place for me in the midst of you. More accurately said, it means Moses Make place for me. Make place for me in your life. Make place for me in your family. Make place for me in your home. Make place for me in your finances. Make place for me. My beloved, the desire of God has always been that we make place for Him. Make place for Him. And I know he hates to be neglected. God hates to be sidelined. After all, which father would like to be sidelined and neglected in his home? He is the God who gave you your life. He is the God who gave us our lives. He is the God who gave you your family. He is the God who gave you your home. He is the God who gave you time. He is the God who gave you your treasures. And he wants to be in the center of everything. He is the God who wants you to be in this. He wants to be the center of everything, every day. I repeat, He is the God who wants you, wants to be in the center of everything, every day, in every area of our life. That's the place. And that's the priority he gives you in his kingdom. You are the center of his everything. You are the center of his everything every day, every moment. Let us give him this evening the rightful place. 
Let us give him the place where he belongs, the center of our lives. Davis said, Psalm 119, verse 11, is the first verse I read in the Bible in the year 1978, on the 7th of July. David said, Psalm 119, verse 11, Thy word have I hid in my heart. It means when you hide God's word and when you could put God and His word in your life, in the center means everything else comes equidistance from the center. In these trying times, everybody misuses the word lockdown, pandemic, stress, perilous times. But I do believe that in all this, there's a promise of God in Isaiah 43, 19. Isaiah 43, 19 says, Behold, I do a new thing. Why does God do a new thing? That's because his unfathomable wisdom knows that the old is obsolete. I repeat, he does a new thing in your life, in your family, in your church, in your fellowship, because he knows that the old is obsolete. The old is a waste of time. The old is a waste of space. And there are so many things in our life, my dearly beloved, that occupy us the space and time in our life which are absolutely a waste. They are obsolete. God is telling us today He's going to do a new thing. These, have, these old things have to be done away with. And we have to make room for the new. The same goes with our spiritual life. There are so many things in my life I need to, re to replace them with new things with the help of the Spirit of God. 
the great prophet Thomas Jayan, while he was alive, he said to me, he said, Aaron Michael, God is calling you to pray for the world. He never said, for your family, which you should do. He never said, for your prayer fellowship, which you should do. He never said, for your church, which we should pray. But he turned, pray for the world. It's a new thing in my life. It's a new thing in my life. God is trying to tell me. Graduate, Darren. Graduate in this new time, in this new time. What we see today and what we are, the world is going through is unprecedented. It's something new which we have never gone through. But what is God saying in this time to us? He was telling me just one thing. Darren, he's telling you, Shepard, new things. Are there to make us new? This new season, God wants to make us new. He wants to put away the obsolete things in our life. And He wants us to grab hold of those things which prophetically have come to us. To make us new. God wants a brand new me. God wants a brand new you. Sadly, for most of us and for some of us, it is as it was in the beginning. It's now and shall ever be. No change. Stagnant, forever the same. What you did decades before, you still do today. But according to the word of God, my brothers and sisters, don't do and don't hold on to those things which God calls obsolete. Take the new from his hands. God never changes. God never changes because perfection and beyond perfection cannot change. It's us that we have to change. He can find flaws with our righteousness. He can find flaws 
That's why he says in Isaiah 64, 6, Your righteousness is like filthy rags. My prayer today is that you will take the new things what the Lord is to me and put it in a bucket list. Don't take the new things from God and put them in the dustbin. You have a choice between the bucket list and the dustbin. My heartfelt prayer every day is that during this pandemic and after the pandemic is over, my family, my church, my fellowship will have a new Darren Michael. It is my heartfelt prayer I need a new me. My family needs a new me. My church needs a new me. My fellowship needs a new me. The world needs a new me. Above all, God needs a new me. The burning question Is God at home in your home? I repeat, is God at home in your home? The great prophet Ezekiel Hudadiyam, Bible scholars say 51 to 52 years he died. He said in, a, in Ezekiel 37, verse 27, I will make my home with them. I will be their God and they will be my people. This is from the New Little Translation. I will make my home with you, Shekinah glory. I will be your God and you will be my people. God's promise today to me is Darren Michael. I will come and make my home with you. I will be your God and you will be my people. My home will be with my people, says God.
He wants to make home with us. He wants to make home with his people. But is he at home with his people? Is he at home in our homes? The Good News Bible says it in this way. He says, I will live with them. I will be their God and they will be my people. Revelation 21.3 says, and he will live with them. What a beautiful promise. God wants to live with you. These promises are initiated by God himself. He wants to make home. He wants to live with us. But there are two conditions that we have to fulfill before it happens. Many of God's promises are conditional. That's why I say, if my people and later it says, then, conditional. John 14, 23 says, If anyone loves me, he will keep my word. And my father will love him. And we will come and make our home with him. Loving God is the first condition. And obeying his word is the second. Love God comes from the first commandment. Something to ponder about. How can we live with somebody who you haven't met? How can you live with somebody you don't know personally? How can you love somebody who you don't know personally? You can't live with strangers. You can't go to strangers' homes and say, we want to live here. We are also instructed how to love. The Bible says, with all our heart, strength, and mind. Why is this instruction, instruction given to us? This is because he will never require of you what he has not done already for you. That's the way he loves us. And the second is, obey his word. Only when we are in His Word, we know His Word. When we know His Word, we can obey His Word. The first prophet Samuel said to the first king, Saul, King Saul, Obedience is better than suffering.
Dearly beloved, please write this down. Etch it on your heart. The Word of God is the voice of God. The Word of God is the written voice of God. Take your Bible, write it on the first page, the written voice of God. Love and obey. It's a tall order. It's a very tall order to love God and to be God. It's not easy. But God is good. He has given us a helper who will help us to love and obey Him. The helper is none other than the Holy Spirit. I call Him the ever-ready helping God. For some, He is the most neglected God of the Godhead bodily. He helps us to love Him. He helps us to be Him. God has always craved for a personal relationship and to stay close to His people throughout generations. When He made man, He made him with His hand. It was a personal touch. He made man in his image, in his own likeness. Animals were not made in that way. They were not in his image. They were not in his likeness. Man was. He made him so that he would have relationship with him. He would have fellowship with him. He would have partnership with him. As soon as the love of God and the obedience of God grows, it attracts God to our hopes. Luke 19, 5 and 6 says, Zacchaeus, make haste and come down. Today I must stay at your house. So he made haste and came down and received him joyfully. God wants to stay in your home. He wants to be like Zacchaeus, received joyfully in your home. On July 29th, 2017, Anna and myself went into a three-day intercession. It just carried on and carried on and people joined. 
and it's a scandal. And we are left again all alone because nobody comes, nobody can move out of their homes. And on the 23rd of April, we'll celebrate 1,000 days of intercession. God taught us, God wants to make home with us. God wants to live with us. We are His people and He wants to be our God in our home. Psalms 22, 3 For you are holy who inhabit the praises of Israel. A holy God inhabits the praises of his people. The word habitat comes from the same root word. Habitat is basically where one is most comfortable in. God is most comfortable in the habitat of praise and worship. If you want God to be comfortable and at home in your life, let your life be a life of praise and worship. From the 21st of May, we had gone through very trying times. And Anna is the great one who taught me. Praise and worship are the two weapons that will overcome any times. It is rightly said that praise and worship does not depend on our circumstances and how things look. How many want God to come into your life? Simple. Love Him. Obey Him. And live a life profusely praising Him. Praise and worship is the habitat of God. Praise and worship is the environment of heaven. If praise is the habitat of God, then murmuring makes him very uncomfortable. Wherever murmuring begins, God gets uncomfortable and is prepared to leave. Murmuring. Murmuring in the desert 
disqualify the people who got saved. And provide it. And protect it. For 40 years. The same people. The same people. He did not allow to enter the promised land because of the memory. You can say this. Murmuring cancelled their visa to the promised land. Murmuring cancelled their visa to the promised land. He feels like getting up and going. The sin of murmuring is so, so insignificant. It looks so simple. It looks harmless. If you say it's natural to do it, but scripturally, it is like the forbidden fruit. It has dire consequences. Psalm 102, 100 verse 2 says, Enter his gates with thanksgiving in your heart. Enter his courts with praise. Thanksgiving, praise and worship is the anthem of heaven. The book of Revelation mentions all three. If it holds good for heaven, it good, holds good for earth too. Let these three be the hallmark of our hopes. We read in the book of Acts, Paul and Silas converted their lockup into a sanctuary. And the angel came. God spoke through an earthquake there. When God comes, he never comes to doing. The manifest presence of God will always produce results. The foundations were shaken. The chains were broken. The doors were open. Dearly beloved, we need the manifest presence of God in our homes and in our lives. Only then the wrong foundations will be broken. Only then the chains will be broke loose and the doors will be opened. The ones that have freedom in Christ. Let us convert our lockdown into a sanctuary. Hallelujah. When I look at Mary, Martha, and Lazarus' home, it was there that Jesus was comfortable. He felt at home. If this, if God asked you today, I want to feel at home. I need a home. Would you raise your hand and say, Lord, come to my home. Make yourself comfortable in my home. The best thing this pandemic has produced in my very personal opinion in one Second, 
God made church everywhere. Now we can, we don't know there are how many churches. First we would count. But God's intention was always that He He is comfortable and makes us home in your home. That our homes would be a sanctuary for Him. A place where He will live with us. A place where He will suffer with us. A place where He will not be a guest. He will live. And He can say, I am their God. They are my people. Our prayer today, my prayer today, Lord, make yourself at home in my home. Lord, make yourself at home in my life and in my home. Shall we pray? Heavenly Father, I have given my heart to these people today. My prayer is that you will have a brand new me that my family will have a brand new me. My church and fellowship will have a brand new me. Help us to understand and open our spiritual eyes that we can see the new thing that you are doing. Help us to put them in the bucket list and not throw them into the dustbin. Holy Spirit, heal, hover over your people. And let every living room be turned into the upper room, I pray, in Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Brother Darren, for such a wonderful word, God at home. I do not know about the rest of you, Shekinah family and friends, but I'm blessed. I, I know that I'm always blessed by Brother Darren. Um, every time he breaks the word, there's such an anointing, there's such a new revelation that touches my heart. I'm sure it does to yours as well. Um, Keep in touch with us because Brother Darren uh, comes every year to Shekinah Glory and we have a conference with him. It's a very blessed time. 
Um, normally, he comes towards the end of the year, and he's supposed to come towards the end of this year as well. Um, but with this current situation, we'll see what happens. Okay, um, it's up in the air, but we'll pray about it and see how God leads this situation. Next week is a special Friday, April twenty fourth. Mark that down, April twenty fourth, eight p.m. We will truly have a live streaming session, and this session is called "For Such a Time as This," based on. Esther chapter 4 verse 14. We'll have three, three speakers sharing the word of God with us live about what, how God is moving their hearts this season and then they will pray for Malaysia and the world as well. The three speakers are Kamalita Xavier from Penang, Jude Antoine from KL and Derek Chong from Sabah. So it's spanning uh, Malaysia from Penang to Sabah and KL right in between. So join us, um, listen to the word of God being broken, listen to the heart of God being shared and join us in prayer for Malaysia and the whole world in these very challenging times. So remember, mark that down, April 24th, 8pm, um, the link will be put out on our um, YouTube, uh, it'll be put out on our Facebook, it'll be put out on our um, reflection groups in WhatsApp. Okay. Um, and so if you want to connect with us, <clears throat> you can connect with us through Facebook. It's a Shekinah Glory Renewal Group, previously known as Shalom Working Youth uh, Fellowship. Um, we have an Instagram. We have um, email as well. So connect with us. Um, we have daily reflections on our uh, WhatsApp groups and also our Facebook and it's been truly very anointed. It is not done wholly by the core team, it is by the facilitators as well. So every day we get a different flavor of what, how God is moving and how God is revealing himself. It's truly, we are truly blessed by, by the people we have. During these challenging times of this restricted movement order, um, this MCO. Um, there are families who are facing very challenging times and there are charities that are facing very challenging times. And as you know, uh, some, some of you are even facing that. Some of your salaries have been cut. Some of you are working only half the time. Some are not working. So what we have done is we have decided to have a fund for those who are able to donate to that fund so that we can distribute the money or, or buy groceries for families and charities. So the information is on the slide. The first one is called um, MCO donation via SGRG. The first account is for, the name is Civil Raju, that's Raj, is a, is a Maybank account and it's made, but account details are there. And after you donate, uh, put in the description when you transfer the money, put in as MCO donation, SGRG, and then send it to Raj. Raj's uh, telephone number is there as well, so that he knows. It, it, everything should be accounted for. We have another query where people have been asking us about their monthly tithes and monthly offerings. Now, if you want to continue your monthly tithes and offerings, you can do so. So in the second half of 
the slide, you see um, an M bank bank account number that belongs to Kita Ramakrishnan, that is Evangeline, our treasurer. So if you want to continue your tithes and offerings, you can um, put in, transfer your money to that as well. Um, the tithes and offerings are meant to sustain the ministry. And, and the same procedure in the description, put in tithes or offerings, SGRG, and then send it to Evangeline. Her number is there so that she knows and she keeps an account of all that okay now having said that if your family or if you know anybody who needs help financially or in terms of food please do contact us so the slide is um, our contact information is up on the slides right now our facebook our email or even our instagram so contact us and we'll see what we can do where we can, if it's immediately near us, we can assist. Where it's not immediately near us, we'll try to contact people and get the relevant uh, ministries to get in touch with you. So don't be shy, don't be afraid. If you need help, get help. It is very, very important. Do not neglect yourself and your family. Okay? So, let me end by saying this. April 24th, 8 p.m. Mark that down. It is very important as we come together as a family online to worship God, to hear the Word of God, to, to hear the breaking of the Word and be encouraged. We were made for such a time as this. Remember that. So until then, stay safe, stay blessed, stay loved because God is at home with you.